0: You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English-language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, January the 25th, 2023. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. In Samaria, IDF forces shot and critically injured a Palestinian who tried to stab a soldier at a military position by Kedumim. The soldier was not hurt. Justice Minister Yariv Levine has responded to warnings voiced by economists and high-tech executives over the potential damage the government overhaul of the judiciary could have on the Israeli economy. Levine said that the time has come for the appointment of more responsible judges, in his words— He also said he is confident that the Israeli economy and society will only benefit from the reforms. Earlier, hundreds of economists had from across the political spectrum, published a letter warning that the far-reaching judicial reforms sought by the government could have grave implications for the economy. The petition said that the measures could lead to reduced investments in high-tech, relocation away from Israel of international research and development centers, and drive a brain drain. The letter came a day after the Bank of Israel governor, Amir Yaron, outlined for Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu in a meeting the potential consequences of the proposed judicial overhaul and relayed concerns voiced by senior international economic figures and officials from credit rating firms during meetings he had with them. It's been cleared for publication that two sons of cabinet minister Mayor Porosh of United Torah Judaism were questioned by the police fraud unit in recent days for alleged involvement in a suspected bribery affair in the ultra-Orthodox town of Beitar Elite. The two, Moshe and Nochi Porosh, were later released under restrictive conditions. The undercover investigation into the corruption allegations began in 2020 and became public this week. Israeli security forces this morning demolished the home of the terrorist who shot and killed IDF Sergeant Noah Lazar in an attack at the Shuafat checkpoint some three and a half months ago. A civilian security guard was also seriously wounded in the attack. The terrorist, Uda'i Tamimi, was killed about a week later when he tried to carry out another shooting attack at a checkpoint near the entrance to Maale Adumim. Jordan has expressed concern over a security escalation in Jerusalem and the Palestinian territories ahead of the Muslim holy month of Ramadan, which will begin in about two months' time. The concerns were raised in Prime Minister Netanyahu's meeting yesterday in Amman with Jordan's King Abdullah. A Khan reporter says that Netanyahu made clear that he is committed to preserving the status quo on the Temple Mount and the holy sites. National Security Minister Itamar Ben-Gvir of the Otzma Yehudit Party says he will continue to go to the Temple Mount. Ben-Gvir told Khan that with all due respect to Jordan, Israel is an independent state. Ben-Gvir's visit to the site days after the government was sworn in set off Arab and international criticism. President Isaac Herzog has begun an official visit to the European Union in Brussels, Belgium. He was welcomed this morning by Belgium's King Philippe. His itinerary also includes talks with the President of the European Commission, the NATO Secretary General, and representatives of the Jewish communities of Brussels and Antwerp. Tomorrow, the eve of International Holocaust Remembrance Day, Herzog will deliver the keynote address at a session of the European Parliament. The war in Ukraine. Germany is to supply its advanced Leopard 2 tanks to Kiev and allow other countries that have this model to also transfer them to Ukraine. This comes shortly after U.S. officials revealed that the Biden administration is finalizing plans to send U.S.-made tanks to Ukraine. Russia called the development a dangerous step. Archaeology. A 1,000-year-old rock-hewn moat and mysterious hand imprint have been uncovered next to the walls of Jerusalem's old city. The excavations along Sultan Suleiman Street, carried out prior to infrastructure work, uncovered the defensive moat that surrounds the old city walls. The weather outlook, slightly cooler, but still warm for the time of year. No change tomorrow. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 17, Tel Aviv 20, Haifa 16, Beersheva 20, and in lot going up to 24 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Rekha, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page.